You're listening to the World Famous White Roof Radio, webcast number 529 for Monday, November 3rd, 2014. Tonight brought to you by MotoringBadges.com, CravenSpeed.com, and OutMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style. It's OutMotoring.com. Everybody, it's TV in Arizona bringing you a brand new episode of the world-famous White Roof Radio. Uh, we're here talking about Mini Coopers and stuff like we like to do on a Monday night. Joining us this evening, as always, my good friend Todd Pearson from Kansas City. Todd? Uh, greetings. Not too much stuff, just Mini's stuff. Mini things. Right, sure. That. Uh, the good <laughs> reverend is joining us this evening as well, Chad. Chad Miller from Detroit Tune, DetroitTune.com. Hello. Tonight's show brought to you by Swedish Fish. Oh, Nice. <laughs> Really? I've got some of those here, too, for trick-or-treaters tomorrow. Yeah. Nice. I, I, I'm not a big fan, but... Nice. I don't like them, no. I don't, I don't eat them. I don't care for them, either. And then, of course, the, the, new kid, the new kid's here. Alex, he's here. Alex, I need something to promote for you. What do you want? Twitter? What do you want? Uh, Twitter. We'll stick with the new guy, then. You're too slow. Okay. <laughs> uh, am I supposed to know what Swedish fish is? It's a candy. It is. It's, it's a American pastime. It is not a. Yes. <laughs> Don't listen to Chad. It is. Ready. He's about ready to throw down a ginormous lie. Swedish no. fish are a candy. It's not a sexual position. No, it is not. It's, there's actually a website, SwedishFish.com. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna make it up. They're, Alex, they're, they're I, I've like, been perfecting it for years. <laughs> they're little. They're little gummy fish. They're little gummy. Fish. Yeah. It's just like, like a, it's like a gummy bear, but they have a particular taste, and nothing else tastes like a Swedish fish. It's kind of like not, a gummy fish. They're probably not even Swedish, really. Probably not. This is what they call them. But you go to SwedishFish.com, and you can learn all about them. All right, I'll do Tastes that. Tastes like fruit, not like fish. Try some if you want. Wikipedia. There you go. And we only mention that because tomorrow's Halloween. I'm I'm going as the sexy ghost. <laughs> no. I've, I've seen that costume. Sexy, sexy ghost? Is it good? I haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I would like to hope that tonight that the, the city of Detroit does not burn to the ground. That's tomorrow you know, night. Tomorrow night. No, tonight's devil night. Yeah. Oh, got it. Okay. It, which is the uh, notorious for our city lighting on fire and being an, ablaze yep. for most of it. So, it so everybody go check out Chad's Facebook page since this is last week. See if he survived <laughs> yeah, the uh, yeah. devil night in Detroit. I'll, I'll post tomorrow and be like, my house is still here. Yay. Yeah, and I'll post up a picture of my sister in my sexy astronaut costume. I'm, I'm not going to dress up. <laughs> Can't As, be yeah, uh, Halloween's would not. Maybe like an astronaut costume with uh, like Bermuda shorts. Uh, maybe I'm not sure. I'd have to look it up. I stole that from Jimmy Fallon. Anyway, we're not. We're going to get completely sidetracked if we don't get started. Otherwise, uh, we're not here talking about uh, uh, sexy Halloween, Halloween costumes. costumes or Swedish fish. No. We're here talking about the weather. No, we're not. We're here talking about Mini Cooper stuff for you on a Monday night because that, my friends, is what we like to do. Uh, we've got a little bit of news from MotoringFile.com. There was a big um, F56 versus GTI episode. Not episode, but uh, there was a post. Throwdown. A re-throwdown. A re-throwdown because the last time they did that, it was against uh, Cooper. And we talked about that when that happened. That was about three or four weeks back, I think. Um, so somebody went back and they completely they corrected themselves. So we've got to talk about that. We've got some t- some interesting stuff from uh, our man Todd. And um, he might want to buy a pacement. <laughs> And we have no idea why it can tell us because we have to save it for the show. Um, oh and my God. just so you know, we are in the show. 
Just uh, yeah, we are in the show, it. and then uh, and then our man Alex got a Mototober brochure, so we're going to talk about that as well. And uh, I think we and we have an Ash Chad question, so we're going to get to all that here in just a minute. Before we do, I want to tell you guys about one of the fine sponsors here underneath the white roof, and let us talk about our friends over at Outmotoring Outmotoring First of all, I know you've already signed up for the email newsletter thing. Um, so that when you go do your mini Christmas shopping, you get the 5% off, right? Christmas, yeah, I know. Christmas is like four Fridays from now or something, right? No, like nine. Uh, nine, yeah, ish. It's coming quick. Christmas is going to be here before you know it. Go over to outmotoring.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, subscribe to the newsletter. That way you get your 5% discount coupon. Then when your, uh, mini, your mini nerds, they say, hey, I want this cool mini thing for Christmas, or I want that cool mini thing for Christmas, or I need this for my mini, or I need that for my mini, or I need this that's mini related that I can wear on my body, you can go over to outmotoring.com and you can get it because they have it and they have all of it. All of the really cool lifestyle stuff, uh, car care products, tools, go fast bits, cool interior uh, trinkets and um, organizational things like the glove box organizer adds five percent adds five horsepower guaranteed better than adding a decal i'm not kidding go over to outmotoring.com you can get all that for any mini doesn't matter which mini they've get your favorite mini person has they've got stuff for you over at outmotoring.com do that for us please and uh, we would really like it if you did so would they that's uh, outmotoring.com mini performance speed and uh Chrome Bonnet Switch. Scoop Gen 2. <laughs> That's uh, howmotoring.com. That's actually a pretty nice piece. Is that good? Is that real chrome or is that like fake chrome? It's it's spray paint chrome. No, I'm kidding. I don't should, know. Should I don't be, know the should answer. should be pretty dope because that's a $200 part. That should be like like chrome dipped. I just say no no to chrome is what I say. Say no to chrome. No should to make... chrome. <laughs> and also say no to plastic dip. <laughs> and say no to plastic dip. You shouldn't make shirts or bad. That should be a badge. Just say no say... to chrome. Just say no. Just and it'll be black no. on black. It'll be matte black on gloss black. <laughs> yes, I like it. No chrome. Just make, just, that's be the next, that should be the next motoring badge. There it is. I'm say making no, it. Say no to chrome. Right now as we speak. And then you, and you should also make it into a shirt. That could, that could be the shirt that replaces the iHeart Alex shirt. <laughs> no. <laughs> say no to that, to that shirt. <laughs> anyway, let's, uh, let's open up motoringfile.com. A little bit of news music, please, sir. Boom. And uh, not a whole lot of news. Uh, we mentioned this last week. Our man, uh, Mr. Bridger, got the chance to go out to the Brickyard, Indianapolis Motor Speedway, and participate in the Miles Ahead Track Day driver training thing. Um, and it looks like he had a great time. I saw his pictures on Instagram. It looks like he had a really good time. It looks like it was a really well-run event. They're all driving at 56s, so it looked pretty cool. I want to go. We did go. I mean, we didn't do the uh, whole thing, but we, we were there. We didn't go to Indianapolis. Yes. Oh no, we're not in Indianapolis. No. No. There was no. St. Louis so, that I was so It's like a it's like a driver we were in St. Louis. So it's like a driver yeah, education day. You go yeah. out there and you pay your money and they put you in a car with like a train with a trained professional and they teach you how to drive your car in a spirited manner. Well, so so the guys that were in St. Louis were the same guys yes. who run the thing? Yes. Right. Okay, okay. That's why I yes. get confused then. Yes. Right. yes. Because the cars are exactly the same. Yes. Super nice guys. We've talked to them before. They're pretty awesome. If you get the chance to do this, highly recommend it. Any track day, actually. But the Miles Head one, really well done. And then, like we mentioned before, we have the Mini Cooper S, the F56 Mini Cooper S in School Bus Yellow versus the VW Golf. So I, I got another thing to say about the Miles Head thing. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Go ahead. So, so uh, for the previous one, didn't they have like JCWs? Yes. 
So there is Mini paying for all those cars, or are they actually yes. investing in those cars? Okay, no. okay, yeah. Okay. Mini provides the cars. It's a it's a co-sponsorship there. Yeah. All right, because but, it makes most uh, sense. Too. Wait, did they do JCW's last with the last with the R56s, Todd? Um, yes, uh, but of course there are no JCWs now. So yeah, there's no JCWs, so you just get regular Mini Cooper S's because there's no okay. JCW. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But that was on the last time around. Um, yeah, they've been doing this now for a couple of years. Is that um, something? I mean, Todd did it, but uh, is that something you guys would like think of of doing? You know, if Todd. Had- you know, you wouldn't have been invited. And what about UGB and, and yeah, chat? yeah, I would, I would love to do it. Um, the only issue I have is that it's in Indianapolis and getting there, and getting there. Yeah, and and paying for it because it's kind of expensive. And it was Not just convenient. Really, it's, 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 it's more like three hundred bucks, which isn't no, horrible. It's nine hundred bucks. Oh, sorry, it's, it's nine hundred bucks. So it's, it's a, a little expensive. Yeah, it's a little expensive. Okay. It's almost a thousand. But uh, Gabe was close, so he got to go. Because um, yep. it's a quick drive over from Chicago to Indy. So yeah. Hmm. Um, but okay. it looks I mean I'm told it's a great time you read this post that Gabe put up you find out that also that it's a great time and you learn a lot about your car which is always nice mm. anyway um, now Alex can I move on <laughs> yes perfect <laughs> so we've got the Mini Cooper S the F56S versus the Volkswagen Golf rematch of the cha- of the ages I don't know episode 2 uh, I don't know I, I mean if did you, anybody actually go through and click through to the thing yes. over and and read the entire article? Yes, I did. Okay, not the whole article on motoringfile.com, but the actual whole article over at uh, Kicking Tires. I read both of them. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> Alex is a nerd. I did. I did. I did too. Now, Alex, I know you're a fan. Uh, of, you're a fan uh, of the. You're a fan of the rabbit, aren't you, Alex? Yeah, so so that's you know what that's a, that's a good segue. So uh, let me tell you why I am a fan of the rabbit, and it's funny that it's uh, I'm using this name to call it because in, in France we actually never call it the rabbit, but for some reason like there was a rabbit you know logo. No, was, in, uh, in Europe wasn't it always just called the golf? Yeah, it was always the golf, but for some reason there was a rabbit like logo next to the golf. So I was like, when I was a kid, I was like, maybe it's a special edition, right? But the rabbit was always there. But we never called the the, the car actually the 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 rabbit. Anyways, that's funny. So I didn't the, know that it had the rabbit logo on it on the cars in Europe. That's interesting. yeah, it was it was pretty cool. And so uh, the story is that the very first car I remember my father having is the is the rabbit. So he had like a white uh, Mark One rabbit and. Um, <sighs> And the reason he had it white is because at the time he was still uh, finishing uh, uh, med school, but you could still be, uh, uh, you know, work as a as an emergency doctor. Uh, but okay. there were so in Paris you have um, emergency doctors that you know basically are doing rounds, uh, acro- you know, uh, across Paris driving sure. their car, and you need to have a white car. To be uh, to be distinguished as a like you can you 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 plaster like some kind of magnetic you know uh, sticker on your car sure, that sure, says sure. your like emergency emergency doctor and so anyways and he had this this white golf that I remember very vividly and also this uh you should, uh, like the the siren you know because he also had a siren that he could use when he was in a super emergency, right? So it was like insane. Like during weekends, I would just, just you know, plaster like those stickers on his car and use the siren for no, for no reason. <laughs> I, could, I could obviously not drive it. But anyways, this car stayed imprinted in my mind. And he had, at the time, I don't know what is the the reputation of Volkswagen now, but at the time, the uh, the it was, you know, re- really, really robust and solid car. It was cars. sporty. And it was so, a uh, sporty car, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, he bought. He, so after he after he sold it, he actually uh, 
uh, got another car and my he got my mom is is her very first car and she got a she got a rabbit as well and uh, and so we were very fans of of rabbit until uh, my mom bought a second one uh, you know like a couple of years ago I mean a long time ago but anyways and we had like only problems with this car like for five years it was like always in the shop for no reason right and so uh, since then he, he he swear that he would not buy any Volkswagen or any you know Volkswagen related cars ever ever. But anyways, I have a with the Mark One is a special place in my heart. I have I have some experience with the Mark One. Uh, it was a, this girl I knew a long time ago when I was much younger, and she drove an all white one with white wheels and the whole white out right. And the only thing I remember about her, she was like just a real major bitch, and so I never really cared for the car. <laughs> <laughs> Funny how those type of things work. I've only had one friend with a, a GTI, and I really liked it. Um, he was. No, it wasn't a GTI. This was a Golf. This was like oh, a like a, a Mark One Golf. I mean, Rabbit, not a Golf. Oh, a Mark the Rabbit. Old school, yeah. A million years ago, this was like way back remember, in like. Remember after the I graduated high school. Remember the Scirocco? I saw one of those Dude, today. Oh, have you seen yeah. the new Scirocco? I saw an old Scirocco today, like an old Did you really? school. Yes. I didn't think there were any left. Yeah, it's still. It was still driving. It was like really. It was by. It was driven by a young girl too. Must have been Daddy's car. Something. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but do, do you like? Do you guys like the the look of the new GTI? Uh, a yeah, little bit. It's, okay. it's not. It's not ugly, but it's not. It's it's uh, design wise, it's a car. I mean, yeah. I don't like it yeah. as much as I it's like. It's not as exciting many. as it used to be. I don't think. I think. No, they, I think, they, I think yeah. they've made it. It's not that it's boring, but it's just. I meh. think they had some good style in the early '90s. I think they had some cutting edge stuff going on in the yeah. early '90s. I'm with Todd on that one. I mean, it's it's not horrible. By any means, it's definitely not an ugly car. But but it's just man. The whole point here was that the they did this Compiro again, yes. and uh, the Mini won in every account. However, they said they'd still recommend to most people they buy the GTI. And yeah. we were all talking before the show, and we're like, "Why is that?" And I'm like, "Well, you look at it; it's got four doors." Yeah. Just yeah. wait until they redo this again. It's got four doors and a giant when boot because you can put those floor, those the front seats, the back seats flat. When the five doors giant out. boot, right? Mm. And they both handle well, but I think the uh, impressive thing about this article was how well the driver said the mini handled under hard, you know, uh, hard cornering and braking, and we really kind of thrashed the car. And it's so mm. funny because our man Alex said this during Mini Takes Estates. He's like. Every day you get into this car, and if you drive it back and forth to work, it's just another car. It might as well be a BMW 3 Series. It's comfortable. But he goes, when you really start to push it, that's when the car comes alive. And I think yeah. now people are just starting to figure this out about the F56. Right. And uh, I'm figuring it out, too, after driving this car now for a few months, is you know an on-ramps and things you can really push it, and you really push it. And I haven't pushed it yet where I've gotten it loose. Uh, hmm. to the, you know, I'm, I'm careful. I mean, I get, uh -huh. it's, uh, it's still wrecked until it gets fixed. So. Oh, that's right. You're, you're, you're driving gonna... uh, public roads. Yeah, and I'm public roads, so I want to be safe. And sure. uh, um, it's just one of these, like, the more I push it, the more it gives. The more it's like, okay, keep bringing it. Keep bringing it. So, uh, and I think, according to this review, other people are starting to figure that out, too. Cool. Yeah, it's oh, funny okay. because uh, when I read the review, it, it was very much. It sounded in some ways like the results of the uh, consumer report review. They were basically saying that the GGI is just a fancy, you know, regular rabbit, rabbit, and it's not, you know, not any anywhere close from the previous GGIs. But um, I, I don't know because I see it like for some reason, like folks in my neighborhood keep on buying this car. And so the I see GTI? like Mark, yeah, I see Mark Sevens everywhere. Yeah, it's insane. Huh. 
and uh, I kind of like it. I can. I, I. I mean, the look of it. I haven't driven it, but uh, I kind of like it. And uh, one thing that actually makes me want to drive it is uh, what they said about the uh, the the seats. They yeah, said the, the seats are better than uh, than in the Cooper. And it's, I don't. I, I don't believe that. Believe, I like, don't believe that at all because those seats in the Mini Cooper S are freaking amazing. Yeah, that car must yeah. not have had sports seats in it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's entirely possible. Because anyway, I have not. I seriously have not been in another car with seats as comfortable outside of maybe an M3 because they really feel like the you know, let let's say um, ten years ago the M3 had Recaros in there that were like that, and I think the mini ones are even more comfortable now. Hmm. So yeah, I have not been in another car with seats as comfortable. So no, those seats are amazing. These yeah. guys are smoking crack. Yeah, we will see. Yeah. Well, and you know, Alex, every time we call this a golf, every Volkswagen nerd listening is like threatening to unsubscribe to the show. So we need to stop calling it a, a rabbit. All right. Okay. We need to stop calling it a rabbit because they're going to freak out about that. Um, okay. Love so the that's rabbit. That. So, so if you're looking to buy, you know, a small hot hatchback when you've got a choice between a Volkswagen Golf or a Volkswagen, a Volkswagen Golf or Mini Cooper S, we are going to say get the Mini Cooper S, but these guys are going to say, Get the Mini Cooper S as well. So, and I, ironically, I think I would probably even tell most people to get the automatic uh, Mini S. I would. Yep. The F56. Get the automatic. F56 with an automatic. It's just as fun. And and, mini, and get Mini connected and you're done. I have become uh, one of the new features of the new Mini that has now become annoying to me, and I wish you could turn it off, is the rev matching in the manual. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's, it's just flipping it. it when you learn it and you and you use it like it should be like you can just slam the thing downshift and it right. will match the revs for you perfectly every time but right. there's no I might as well be driving an automatic um, you know what I mean the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no skill involved you just drive it, it yeah it's so a, is it possible to have that turned off have you checked with your guys to see if it's turned off yeah, there's, it's turn offable yeah there's there's nothing in there so Got it. Uh, that's sad. I, I got a question for the the three of you. I was uh, talking about getting a mini, right? I was. I'm just on the configurator. It's one of those days, and I'm configuring configuring an electric blue Cooper S, and I'm trying to get rid of the sunroof. It's it's a nightmare. So just don't get, don't get a package. You just do everything a la carte. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, but isn't it, isn't it more expensive to do everything at a car? No. Yeah. No, no, it's the same price. Now you okay. don't you don't really lose much. Like occasionally, and and usually most of the packages come with something I don't want, like right, the right. sunroof, for example, or it's like the, you know, you can get most I, uh, of the things uh, a la carte, like sport seats instead of the yep. hit in the sport pack. But some things are like I would say sport pack is is the way to go. Because then you get the sports seats, but sport pack and JCW interior. Those everything are the only two else, packages I want. Yep, everything else, all the car. Oh, and cold weather for the heated seats. But the heated seats suck. Todd said so. You can back that up and save the six hundred dollars. Yeah. And now there's no reason to get cold weather pack because uh, the except uh, for heat outside mirrors. You get that now. It's in, it's standard. It's a oh. See then, yeah. There's no reason to get the cold weather package. The only thing you get with cold weather pack that you don't is the folding mirrors. They're still right. they're still heated, yeah. and the washer jets are still heated right. now by standard in all right. cars. So sport pack and and yeah, sport pack. technology and the pack. JCW interior pack and the technology. No, not technology. Which one has mini connected? That's so, one of so, the tech packs. So you guys, you guys would say whatever happens, like you, you would say like no to the sunroof. That's another just no. lowering badge, no. by the way. Just yeah, just <laughs> yeah, no. Just, just say no. Yeah, just say no. When, Chad, uh, do you, Chad, what do you think all- of the sunroof? Are you a sunroof guy? Uh, I'm not one because I don't like the 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 sun on my my face like that in the yeah. in those particular situations. If I was going to get a sunroof, it definitely just go right straight to the convertible. 
But yeah, as, agreed. A, as a guy who works on these cars um, more than I actually probably sleep, hmm. I would say I've seen more problems with sunroofs in general. Not just minis, yeah. Yeah, in, not not just minis, but the sunroofs themselves. It's like all of a sudden you put a hole in the top of the car, and you're just begging water to come on in. And it, uh, <laughs> we see a lot of very particular problems with sunroof drains on the Gen One cars, where they were always leaking, and that caused to a lot more damage. Gen Twos, uh, they rattle. They did all these other weird things. I haven't any got any of them to like stop working yet, but you know. Hit, they have some awful, awful wind noise. Um, it just the new ones horrible. are better. I think when mine's we drove not, the mine's not mine doesn't in, ex, the, you know display any of the qualities that you just mentioned. Had mine's never but leaked. You're also, and it's never... you're also in a warm climate. Yeah, yeah but uh, I'm, that's I'm true. I'm going to be with GB. It's, uh, when I was listening to you guys way back when I was, was told you know uh, Y Roof Radio Fine Boy. I was listening to those critics about the sunroof, and I was like, "What are they talking about? I never had any pro- any of those problems whatsoever with my R50." And so I I, I wouldn't go. It's with gotta be a, it's gotta I just be say extreme cold to the hot. It's, it's definitely there, a guys. climate a climate change for sure because yeah, we get customers in here all the time, and it usually will start happening somewhere very early April, and they'll be like, "All my windows are steaming up all the time." I'm like, "Yeah, because your sunroof drains are all on." Off. Yeah, there's all this moisture trapped yeah. in there. All the right. moisture got trapped in there because the snow was on the top, and it came down and it drained into the sunroof, and then it kind of started to expand. Because what does ice do when it gets cold? Expands. It expands, and it pops off that nice little corrugated rubber piece that is on there. Suddenly, it's and, like listening to it's like listening to Homes on Homes. Yeah, and all I tell everyone is like, you know what? If you've got that sunroof and you're you're letting it sit outside, or you're you're driving it all the year round. You know, pull your headliner down a little bit. All you got to do is, uh, you know, pop a couple clips off, remove a sun visor, and put on some really tiny little hose clamps because it will keep those things from popping off. And it really will save a lot of cost down the days. And um, don't just think, oh, I'll just use some dip- zip ties. Nope, doesn't work. It will break the zip ties and still cause the leaks. So, yeah. Um, you know, it is and, a surface that we offer here for actually a really cheap, in, uh, inexpensive, you know, operation. But um, it's a roto router it, kind of thing. Yeah, it, <laughs> it could save you a ton of a ton of money down the road by by not having it. I, yeah. And I would say, from a uh, from just a pure performance standpoint alone, the sunroof in a car adds. I am going to just guess a couple hundred pounds. Yeah. To, yeah. Oh, wow. To the car, at least a couple of hundred that, pounds. That cassette's yeah. not light, is it, Chad? With no, the, it's, it's, with not, the it's glass. not light at all. No. Yeah, with the glass, and, I mean the whole the whole assembly is fairly heavy. If I if I remember correctly, I don't know what the weight is, but I know it was a I, lot. I know the, the Gen One and Gen Two cars. I, I haven't been in a Gen Three car that has a sunroof for any period of time, but I know like if you're one of those guys that's like, oh, well, I like to autocross it on the weekends and like to do this, like to do that. Yes, yeah, you actually lose multiple inches of headroom. Headroom, you do yeah. in that car. Makes and, it harder to get in wearing a helmet. Yeah, and it's fine when you're just like, hanging out unless you've got like some awesome, like really big hair. But <laughs> <laughs> the, hel- the helmet thing, it uh, it's it's hard. So the, the, my number one reason for not wanting a sunroof, uh, number one reason is the whole sun getting into my eyeballs yep. bit and uh, making inside of my car out. Number two is because I can't wear it's it's not that I can't wear a helmet, but I don't have much headroom with a helmet on. I mean, I've got like. 
you know, less than a quarter, but like less than a half inch of headroom with the helmet as a, on. As a guy yeah. who uses glasses every day to see, even with sunglasses yeah. on, it, it creates reflections that, and stuff. Yeah, and I, just, I just wasn't a fan myself. Yeah. But, you know, I've got a car now that does have one. Um, I bought a great uh, sunroof delete kit from Todd's Mods. Yes, I've got <laughs> and, that sunroof delete uh, kit as well. It's really nice. Yeah. It's beautiful, and I, I, you know, and or uh, I hate the, to think about the day that I'll actually have to take it off because vinyl only has a shelf life of so many years, especially but, on the yeah. top. Yeah, yeah. I wax it. I try to keep it nice and stuff. But when I look up at the sunroof, it's this nice glossy black, and I was like, oh, it looks so nice in here. Yeah, but. Um, See now, it's, if, if it's there really was a way, nice. so if there I could, was a way I still for have the vent, sunroof. and I still have yeah. the the open, if I really really wanted it, I never but, used mine when I had it. Yeah, I used to use, I, I used to use it all the time. And here's the I thing: only know, tell, uh, until uh, mine broke, a half now, dozen it, customers that really use it all the time. I used to open mine all the time until it broke. Here's the thing that that just doesn't fly with me necessarily what people say when they try and sell you the car they're like, well, think about resale. You know, Every, nobody's going to want to yeah. buy a car with no sunroof, and I'm like, yeah. bull crap! They sell them all the time. And honestly, yeah. if you, I, I want you people, if you are buying cars to resell it, if that is your only reason why you're buying a car, don't buy, just don't buy a Mini. Just Stop go lease it. Just buy, go. Something, buy something worthy of your task. Go lease it. Or and go buy, go buy a, a Kia or something like that. Don't quit, just quit, quit buying nice cars. And, and uh, here, we'll say If you're going to buy, I mean, don't buy a car to resell well, it. My, that's, just, that's just stupid. <laughs> That, annoys, that just really time. annoys me. I don't know why people do that. That's why people get gray cars or the dark silver paint is yeah. they don't buy a car to enjoy the car. They buy a car to resell it. That, you know, that's a whole nother show. But that's a whole nother uh, show. My, uh, my dealer back in the day, and I don't know if it's still this way or not, I mean, they were like, well, you need to have a deposit for us, usually 350 500 bucks, something like that. Just be like, okay, we'll get your car in order because that holds your place in line. You right. such demand. We require you to give us some money right now. And he told me, he's like, well, you're not getting a sunroof? I'm like, no, I don't want a sunroof. No, uh-uh. He's right. like, well, just so you know, your $500 or whatever I put down. And he goes, it won't be refundable if, if you. Seriously? Really? Yeah, because, oh he's like, because we order all of our cars with sunroofs. So I'm like, that's fine. I want the car. I don't, you know, I'm giving Thanks you for jacking it up for the rest of us there. Right. <laughs> so. I don't think they actually do that anymore. No. But, you know, oh, I, obviously, I bought mine in, uh, let's see, well, it was February of 2003. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and, I, and I waited quite a long time for, for my car to actually come in. Yeah. Yeah, you had to wait. But, yeah. um, I mean, there was a waiting list because, obviously, you know, Detroit Auto Show it just happened and, and – you know, it was only huge, a year old. Huge, yeah, yeah, yeah. Only, yeah, exactly. So, uh, uh, yeah. I, I sell. I would. I would bet that seventy-five percent of minis on the road probably have sunroof. Have sunroof. Oh, I bet you more than that. Yeah, Me it's, too. it's. I would say closer to maybe ninety percent. It might yeah, be. I, I would say ninety-five almost. Yeah. So see, almost you want to be one of the. Everyone I see has a sunroof. So you want to be one of the cool kids who doesn't have a sunroof? Then is what yes. I'm saying. Just yep. order. Just don't get that kit. We're gonna and shift fact, the trend. I'm looking, I'm looking at the kick at the kits right now. The kits that you want. I'm gonna tell you right now. There's only three of them here that you want: media package, sport package, and the and the JCW interior package. Yeah. That's it. Skip the rest of them. I, Waste I, money. I will say after living without the HK for a couple months in the F56 yep. here, go with the HK. Spend the money. Like, yep. Yep. save the money from heated seats because they're yep. right now, in my opinion, a complete waste of uh, your money. And put the yep. money towards HK. So there you go. Yeah. So I I think if you get the media package and HK 
and JCW interior, which is super nice. Todd, do you like that one? Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. And then, of course, the sport package, which gets you 17-inch wheels on the Cooper, 16-inch wheels on the Cooper. Right. I mean, And the sport seats. Cooper. Yeah, and the sport seats and 17s on the Cooper S. That is the package. That's the trifecta package combo. Because the if you don't get the uh, sport pack, the JCW interior pack, you'll have to pay extra. It'll be more expensive because you have to upgrade the sport seats to get the right. seating options there. Right. So and anyway... Because with the JCW interior package, you get the really cool. You can get the cloth seats right. with that really bitchin' stripe. Right, which I actually just I love those. That's uh, that's what's in yes. the car this year. And you get the Athrosite headliner. I mean, you get all the cool yes. stuff on the interior. The JCW you steering know, wheel. All the things that you want, you get it all if you get the JCW interior package. It only costs like four hundred bucks. It's a really good value. Really good value. It's a really good value. Hey, speaking of really good values, and we'll segue here. I am. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I was done with news anyway. Yeah, we are. Uh, do you want to do a spot? Nah, keep going. Um, <laughs> here's why I was actually considering a paceman. Oh, yes. No. So, so we're talking before the show, and Todd's no. telling us is I'm actually thinking about buying a paceman. And all three of us, obviously, we go, what, what, what? Not because I and want Alex to. And does it in that weird French accent that he has. But, and he wouldn't tell us, <laughs> and now he's going to tell us. Because I could get a paceman. They're offering. These are They're literally giving them away. Um, I said two for one. I believe it's almost buy one get one free. It, it <laughs> might as well. I'm thinking about getting two of them because we'll go on a paceman. Okay, here we go. Literally, I think I could go lease a new paceman, and I'm not kidding you guys here for no money down and 138 dollars a month. What <laughs> for 33 months? Uh, what? <laughs> this is how no, no, bad no, it is. No, 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 no. Because if that's the case, I'm why would I? I'm going to go buy a paceman this weekend. No, no, no. It's this is not a this is not a public thing. But oh damn! This is not a public thing. It's a, how do you get access to such a kind of a? Because I would rock a paceman for it's 33 a, months for 133 dollars a month. It's an int- it's a internal kind of a employee lease program. Ah, uh, got it. That they're offering to. Uh, you know, employees. For everybody else is one hundred forty. I'm, I'm using, yeah, I'm so, using yeah. air, using air quotes here. But still, you know, you guys seriously, dude, you should seriously like get a paceman. I think I pay more for my iPhone every month. Than that. <laughs> dude, I do. I my my telephone bill costs more than that every month. Right? That's why I'm. Yeah. Th- that's why it's like, why would I not do this, dude? You should totally. You should if you could take advantage of this. Yeah, and uh, and that's no, a good we'll fit do. for you because you only drive like five miles a day. Right, right. At least you be should fine. totally get a pacemaker. I just don't want to commit to thirty three months. I think I would yeah, just be sick it's of it. A lot. It's and I know that's probably for a Cooper automatic also. So. Oh, yeah, right. Never mind. You don't want that car. I don't know. I'm gonna look into it. I mean, you should totally look into that, dude. If you, you could get, get a pacemaker, if you get a pacemaker ass, even if it's got an automatic, you should totally take advantage of that. Don't you think for less than two hundred bucks? I a would. Month? I would. No, I wouldn't. I would. <laughs> Hey, yeah. it's, like, it's either that it's or like a Dodge it's... Dart. <laughs> I would totally go for the Dodge Dart. Are still... I saw a Dodge Dart on the freeway. Are they still making them? Yeah. We're I sorry. Stopped... Alex is no longer with the show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he will now be replaced by the donkey. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Oh, yeah, the Dodge Dart. Uh, it's, still, it's still on the most... Yeah, it's ugly no, now. That's I don't like the, the looks of the Dodge Dart. But, um, huh. but seriously, I mean, I, it just makes my head spin. This is basically the story here is not how cheap they are for employee deals the the story is how slow moving these are they're literally giving them away for right. i mean they're literally giving them away so it was funny because just the buzz around all the people i was working around for the last two days is oh i'm gonna get one i'm totally gonna get one i'm totally you know it's such a good deal all of the employees are just jumping on this and i'm sure it's limited to Whatever they've got stuff. Zero whatever. down, like zero money down. Yes, <laughs> but that's because that, that's. Now let's be fair. That's that's like an employee lease special. Right, right. It's not yeah, for the public. Still, 
I mean, still, it's like really, really. I mean, you know, it's really good value. I would, I would never get it, but it's still really, really good value. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what my point was. Is like it's a really good value, but that doesn't mean I want it. <laughs> Which I don't know. I'm so torn right now. I'm like, oh, think well, of the money so I could here, save. Now, now check this out. You can go. Oh, okay, so Todd, you're actually not far off. The normal person can go down to your local. At least I can go down to my local mini dealer. This is a special that's happening right now. I can get a lease on a 2014 Paceman. For one hundred ninety nine dollars a month, a three year lease. Uh-huh. Da, 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 da. I need twenty, but I need twenty hundred dollars cash due at signing. Right. Um, I get seven hundred fifty dollar unification credit and six hundred eighty dollar dealer contribu- contribution available. So right there, and that's on. Like, oh, Cooper S is two hundred five a month. Excuse me. Well, still, I mean, it's and twenty fifteen is two fifty nine, which isn't much more than what you can get it for. Yeah, it's that's so that's still a and you plus not only that but. On a twenty on a twenty fourteen pacement, if there's any on the lot, uh, APR as low as point zero point nine percent or one point nine on a twenty fifteen, and that's for all of them. That's for the Cooper, the Cooper S, Cooper S all four, and the JCW all well, four. And and that's that's for the the pacement. What's really difficult is that the no deals... payments for ninety days. Yeah. Either by yeah. the way. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, dude, I might actually go look at a pacement this weekend. A couple that's grand a, down. Dude, that's a smoking deal. Yeah, it is kind of a. I don't get stuck with one for five years. Oh, that's a. Stupid. That's that's the other thing is I. I don't well, and wanna... you know what though is I'm looking down the dealer page and that's a deal you can get on every car right now, is the point yeah. percent financing really? the one point nine percent financing on the 2015s. All right. Uh, hardtop lease two thirty nine on a Cooper S twenty fourteen to Cooper S two sixty nine on a Mini Cooper S twenty fifteen. Well, let's just say I think the uh, yeah the November deals are out and they're really Mini has finally realized we need it's to start offering some up. incentives to push yeah. these cars because we've had negative double digit yeah, all the, sales. All the one point nine percent financing deals, mm-hmm. those are all um, yeah three years thirty six thousand mile. That, that's the maintenance. Hang on, da, 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 no payments for ninety days. Yeah, that's a that's basically their incentive. Um, like buy, they, buy a car now and don't make a payment until February first. That's pretty cool because for most people, three four hundred dollars a month is what you're looking at. So, oh, yeah. and when when you think about it, they've traditionally a, a deal is a fifteen hundred dollar option credit or something for free. Oh, you get sport package for free, something like that. So that's pretty much what you're looking at. You know, three months at four hundred bucks a month is you know twelve hundred bucks. So I'm sure there's limits on that too, and fine print and little asterisks everywhere. So. But anyway, that was my my whole point of shocking for you guys. It's like that's <laughs> I think Dude, the real You should stuff. totally take advantage. You should get you should get some information. You should look into that. Uh, and even yeah, though and it's a, even though you're a, stuck on a 3-year lease, you know people at the dealer that'll help you get out of it. You should totally look into that. And, and I make, don't hate should, the pacement. I, and I you should make you should live, try to live with that car for a year. I like Especially the if you can get it for like $140 a month. That's what I was wondering. It's like could I is is this worth you an should, experiment? Dude, yes. Is this worth an experiment? Because I still want the uh, I still want the Range Rover. A long-term lease would co- Gabe pays more for the long-term lease car. <laughs> the uh, experiment here, and I could still probably get the. This is the fun part: is I could get the Range Rover on top of it. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's only one hundred forty dollars a month. I know that's nuts, and right? You could, and then you could use it as your work car. Insurance is going to kill me right, though. Total, total write-off. Yeah, insurance would kill me because insurance on this car would be you know what seventy, eighty bucks a month. Yeah. So it all starts nickel and dime you to death. Yeah, dude. I don't know. You should you should go back to the dealer. You should see if you can get find out more information about that. If you could do it as an S, dude. Just saying. 
Yeah. All right. I'll uh, I'll report back next week. Um, actually, you're next not week gonna I'll... report back next week because you're gonna well, be in SEMA. I'll be next at week. yeah. I'll be at Vegas next week, and I'm gonna try and uh, Skype into the show if we can do this. So, yeah. my uh, sixth trip to Vegas this year. <laughs> yeah. Um, and really quick, uh, we have more from Todd. Todd's gonna give us an update on his uh, on his F fifty six that was recently in, in, recently injured. Um, before we do that, I want to remind you guys about our friends over at Cravenspeed. Cravenspeed.com. Lots of new stuff, guys. You need to make sure you click over to Cravenspeed.com. First of all, the no drill license plate mount called the Platypus. Second, the N gauge system. Third, the dipstick. Fourth, the stubby antenna. And I'm waiting for this thing. And then the new thing is the Koala intake manifold spacer, which is finally bolt on power for the R56 and the F56 intake. Boom. Go over to CravenSpeed.com. You got an F56, you want to start getting some go fast bits to it. CravenSpeed's got the intake you're going to want. Just saying. Go get it. CravenSpeed.com. Go over there. Also sign up for the email newsletter so that you don't miss anything that happens at Craven Speed. It's always really cool stuff. And if you do place an order, which we think would be super keen, make sure you leave a note. Say, hey, thanks for supporting White Roof Radio. We really appreciate that, and so do they. It's our friends over at Craven Speed. CravenSpeed.com, home of the electric mini. Boom. Boom. Todd, what is going on with your F-56? There it is. Uh, well, I got two things. I got the F-56 story, which I think I mentioned a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. We got rear-ended, and it was very minor. Um, right. Still still haven't take, finally got the insurance worked out where the other guy's insurance is like, oh, yeah, it was our fault. He got a ticket for this. And you finally, and you finally got the police report back. Yeah, yeah. Finally, it took eight days to get the police report. Oh, that's pretty quick, actually. <laughs> but um, the, the guy was ticketed for following too closely. Oh, nice. <laughs> really? Really? No sh- think? <laughs> you think? <laughs> he totally took out a Corolla and part of a Mini Cooper. It's going to wow. be expensive. So uh, I actually take the car in tomorrow for an estimate. Okay, so it'll be good. interesting to see, I'm, and I'm sure Chad will be interested to see what kind of damage happens in a, a low-speed accident like this. But anyway, so I'll report back uh, as soon as I can there. And my adventures in car repair last two weeks ago were it was time to get the GPN for Service 2. And, and Chad, you can tell me, Service 2 usually is... Like a new belt. Yeah, um, service two is not quite taking the whole car apart and putting it back together again. Yeah. That's service three. Service two is like just oh, just under that, right? Yeah, yeah it's ba- plugs, basic stuff, plugs, belt, belt oil, you and, know, I, and I had the coolant flush and brake flush. And, thing, but. yeah, since I had the belt done uh, with the crank pulley back in what was that, April or May? That wasn't. Yeah, I didn't need to do that. So I got plugs, oil change, and cabin filter. I think that was pretty much it, right? So I, I take it in, and I bring my own plugs because I got the colder Iridium plugs, okay. uh, which a lot of people who run JCWs like to do. And so I did, brought my own plugs, got the oil changed, picked my car up. Everything was great. They had it all cleaned up and shiny. I I drive it home, and I'm like, man, this doesn't feel right. It's like 6 o'clock in the evening, and everybody's gone. And I'm driving. I'm like, ah, it just something's not right. It, and I go, maybe maybe the plugs, maybe they gave me the wrong plugs at the auto parts store. So anyway, I get most of the way home, and I decide, oh, I'm going to try and air this out a little bit, right? Okay. So I get to the point where there's no traffic, and I'm driving up a street. I turn a corner, and I you know, pull out, and I try to pull. I was like, no, it's not feeling good. I put it into second gear, and then boom, the car goes into limp mode. Nothing. <laughs> Just like, boom. It's like, oh, no, not again. It really felt like the crank pulley failed. And I rolled the window down. I'm like, I don't smell burning rubber. So I, I get home. I was only a few blocks from home. I drove in limp mode home, pulled into the driveway, texted my service manager. I'm like, 
dude, um, look, I took a picture of the, the engine light, and I said, seriously, I didn't even get home in lint mode. And he's like, oh, no. So I'm like, okay, I'll bring it back in the morning. We'll we'll take a look at it and everything right now. So I bring the car back in the next morning and explain what happened. You know, I went in lint mode because I turned the car off and turned it on again, and it started fine, and I drove gently to the dealer. So okay. it, it was fine. I get there, and I tell my tech, I'm like, uh... Yeah, here's what happened. Went in the lint mode. He goes, oh, it's probably those spark plugs. You should have put in mini spark plugs. And I'm like, no. No, right? <laughs> you pop open the bonnet. The tech forgot to tighten down. He put in the spark plugs. He forgot to uh, tighten all the bolts down on the intercooler uh-huh. to where it attaches. It goes on, you know, over to the intake for supercharger, A whole the whole ball of wax, right? So basically, my system was open. Um, it was not sealed. And so... Uh, all kind of, Chad can tell more specifically what this does, but basically there was no compression, no air into my engine, nothing. <laughs> it's it's a giant vacuum leak of sorts. Yes, uh, you know, but under boost. Yeah, there was no boost. The car was driving okay at low speeds, but there was no boost whatsoever because you know the supercharger was trying to suck air and it just was like not sucking anything. Um. So anyway, when he opened this it up, he's is, like, "This is really terrible. This is really terrible. I mean, this is the kind of thing that can, it's it's kind of minor, right? Because yeah, I suppose nothing really serious happened to your car. No damage. But it just pisses me off because this is just really poor. It's distracting customer service. And you would do. I mean, I would do this in my job, like you know, deliver something to a client that is not you know that is half baked. I would get like you know nail on the cross for this thing, and and people, you know, it could have been worse. You could have got into an accident or whatever, you know. Yeah. It could have been way worse. Yeah. And this is really, this is not rocket science, people. Just get the goddamn thing, you know, <laughs> you know locked in and do your freaking job. I mean, I don't understand why people can't yeah. do their job correctly. It's just insane. oh no, I understand. And Chad, you said something a couple yeah. weeks ago. You said this happens all the time. This is not yeah, an uncommon it's, thing. It's, you know, and it's not um, you know your particular text faults or whatever. It's it's a dealer thing, and I don't necessarily think it's just mini dealers, but because um, uh, that's what I, I tend to deal with all the time is mini dealers. But they are basically the techs are trying to get the cars out as fast as they can right. so they can do more cars to get more money and more profit. And, you know, I've had lengthy discussions with all of my employees to say, look, I do not want a car to come back here. I want the customer to be happy the first time. Right. Obviously, there's going to always be something here, something there, something we didn't foresee, but we can prevent the little mistakes. Right. Like this. I mean, this is pretty simple. Yeah. Either we we uh, we take less cars, or we do something different, or we we come up with a solution. Yeah. Because a customer is definitely going to be more happy by not having to come back for the littlest of things. Well, even though you live right down the street from your dealer. Yeah for the most part, uh, you know, in Metro Detroit, most of my customers are not more than, you know, you know, 15 minutes away. They're, they're sometimes 30 or 45 minutes away. That could be a real inconvenience or yeah, a real yeah, danger. Huge, huge inconvenience. And I have done things on cars where I'm like, look, I know exactly what I need to do. I'm going to bring the tools. I'll see you tonight around six o'clock. I'll be there and I'll fix it and I'll come to your house. Yeah. And that way you don't have to do it. And it's things that like, the 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 stupidest of stupid things because the phone was ringing and and right uh, you just get distracted three people were talking and it was distracted and I thought it was done you know 
because everybody makes mistakes. I mean, we're only human. That's how many times have do. you? How many times have you nicked the uh, gasket on the oil filter going in? Uh, well, that's only that's a, usually a particular car thing because there's yeah. one little sharp n- nudge. But uh, that's why we let all cars sit here and idle for two, three minutes just to make sure it's not just leaking. to make sure that it's not it's not leaking because it's either going to leak right away or it's totally fine. Yeah. Well, I felt bad for this tech because he's he, you know I know the guy he's a friend of mine and and he was distracted and he really. He admitted, he's like, I sh-, he goes, I didn't drive the car. Normally, yes. after they yeah. do everything to a car, they go take it for a test drive. He would have known instantly that there was something wrong, something not right. I knew instantly yep. before I pulled out, but it was like, okay, it's late. Uh, I'll check it tomorrow. I'll be back here in the morning. I'm working here. It's no big deal. And um, I-, I wasn't upset. I was upset to the point of, like, crap, what is it now? I even popped open the bonnet and looked, but I did not reach down. I didn't even think that that would be the case. Um, I I had a good laugh over it, and I gave him a hard time, and he felt really bad, by the way. He he did. He's like, I'm sorry. I got distracted. He goes, this happens. And I said, yeah, don't worry about it. No harm. You know, they took care of it, took care of me. And yeah, it's um, funny. It, it's a very timely story because this week I was uh, pulling out, uh, and I got a service line on my car. And I was thinking at this very moment, ah, oh, this is this time of the year when I bring my car in and it's going to get worse than it, you know, out <laughs> than when, how it got in. And it's because, you know, like this, this, those little things are really, really annoying. And I understand right. that people can, you know, everybody makes mistakes, but it's just happens, you know, it's one too many times and happens very often. I, I you know, I don't know. It does. Well, and the real it, thing, it does. the real thing that happened to me was uh, two days later, after I got this all fixed, and I'm thinking, oh, my car is great. It's back to normal. It's running fantastic. Um, I pulled it out because I was working on another car in my garage, pulled my car out into the driveway, looked on the garage floor, and I'm like, oh, no. There was quite a large pool of oil under my car. Oh, wow. And uh, so I'm thinking, oh, boy, you know, what, what's going on here? So I, I take it back up there, and they didn't have a chance to look at it right away. And they're like, oh, maybe we nicked the oil filter. But it's been almost a week. So it turns out my um, engine motor mount blew out, literally exploded, uh, <laughs> and there was black oil. It's like a mixture of oil and hydraulic fluid or something in there. It's yeah. a dinosaur, you know not really. And, and it just leaked out and left a big, black, sludgy mess. And uh, <laughs> luckily, the same tech was nice enough that worked on it that had messed up a week before. And he gave me a, an incredible deal. I don't even think he charged me labor to replace no, this thing. Yeah, you told me the deal you got. You can't mention that. It was, again, <laughs> it was ri- Yeah, it was ridiculous, and I, I yeah. really appreciated it. But So I had a, a, quite an adventure in car repairs uh, within a week on an eight-year-old car that only has 66,000 miles. But, hey, it's running like a champ now, and, um, you know... It is what it is. Now it's, now it's ready to make way for that 2014 pacemaker. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, here's a, uh, <clears throat> a quick little Ask Chad uh, segment for the, uh, for the beginning of this. Is um, anytime your car goes into limp mode, obviously pull over safely right. and make sure that everything's good and check your owner's manual for, to, for what kind of lights are coming on. But I've had people that have been like, I had to drive 30 miles in limp mode and stuff like that. All you got to do is turn the car off, turn it back on. It should reset itself unless the problem is really persisting. Right. right. Sometimes you may have to do it once or twice just to make sure that it'll kick off. 
but most cars... Yeah, every time it's happened to me, if I turn the car off and turn it back on, it drives normally for at least a little while until it either goes back into lint mode or you figure out what the problem is. Yeah, and you you definitely want to drive a little little less spiritedly, a little more gingerly to make uh, make sure that that lint mode doesn't come back in, but it'll allow you to drive the car at a normal speed again until you can really get it checked. Because lint mode sucks balls that you you can't go over uh, 20 miles an hour. And then some. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, because you can really, I mean, you can floor it as fast as much as you want, and it's only going to go like 200 RPMs, and you're going to get a maximum of like 15 miles an hour. I don't know what they do. I think they cut two cylinders. I think it's literally, or running on, you know, it's like. So it's obviously not good for the car. It probably retards if, the if time ever, or something. Yeah. If you ever get into that situation, turn the car off, turn it back on, drive drive accordingly. Yeah. But it's annoying to people behind you if you're ever in a Mini that oh, goes into limp yeah. mode because literally you can't go over like 15, 20 miles an hour and you have to pull off. So Yeah, you should put your hazards on at that point right. let people know and be like, oh, okay, it's not just uh, Got a know, problem. with the wheel, texting, whatever. Right. But... Um, yeah, it, it really it'll scare you the first time, and you've got to think about these things consciously. Be like, okay, this is must be limp mode because I really can't clear, do anything. Chad, you just said something that kind of caught my attention. I'm sure everybody's clear. So we don't think you should text while you're driving, even if you turn on your hazards. <laughs> yeah, well, this, this is true. Wait till you pull okay. over. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that limp mode thing, it'll it'll catch you off your guard, and uh, you know, just make sure you don't you don't think you got to travel uh, you know your entire distance right. in that particular mode right. uh, you know pull over safely turn it off turn it back on yeah so there's a handful of, there's a handful of things that it won't work for but those are going to be pretty major you know when you shred a belt or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, you'll know if you, heard, if you heard like thud sounds like that if you hear like that kind of noise and you smell burning rubber like massive amounts or anything or if there's smoke prodigious amounts of smoke Obviously, yes. that lint mode is probably not going to benefit from a reboot. No. But you know, oh, I've, I I had a car come in once. Uh, I got towed from the dealer to me, and I had asked what the dealer had done, and they're like, "Well, we didn't do anything. We didn't." You know, the guy refused everything. I looked down in the car. I was like, "Well, no wonder it won't run. There's no belt in there." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, this it, is... it, it ended up shredding a belt because of other things, but I don't think the dealer took it off. But like, it was one of those things. It's like. Well, dude, where's your belt? He goes, what's well, in there? I don't know. You know, like, no, it's not. <laughs> no, there's nothing yeah, left. Well, uh, yeah, I think we're done, though. I think we've I, had it. I, I wouldn't mind done. Paulson uh, sending a Detroit Tune a bag of coffee. That's request to... number two. I know, I know. On the uh, coffee request for Detroit Tune for some lost coffee. From <laughs> he Detroit told Tune. me he was going to send something to and me. And a, ba- a big stack of stickers would probably be accept- yeah. uh, really well received. Right, Chad? You know, well, we'd totally uh, sticker up the van, but uh, it's not only the 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 fine employees of Detroit Tune, but it's also all of our great customers in here every day. Uh, we'll, we'll empty a full pot. They go, mm, where do right. I get oh, some of where, this coffee? Where do you get this coffee? It's yeah. amazing. And, and then you say, lostcoffee.com. Here you go. Ta-da. Done and done. I have, uh, I have a uh, uh, kudos to give to a uh, mini of Boston. Yes. Okay. For right. sending me for sending me an invitation to Mototober. Um, for let, let me finish. Let me finish. For okay. Saturday twenty fifth that I got on Tuesday twenty seven or twenty eight. <laughs> Marketing people win. Well done, many of Boston. <laughs> well, they they meant next year. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and it's, so, oh, it's so funny. I don't, I don't know awesome. if they did it on purpose, but there is a picture of the F fifty six on the thing on the cover, and it's like shrank. 
like the car is too big or something now so we have to shrink it so people think it's still a mini but oh. it's kind of weird really know. oh that's awesome all right, all right. I, I thought you were going to totally say that they sent you a free lobster marketing fail yeah, yeah fail. just a little bit we had uh, um, we had our, our motortober event last week halloween party at our dealer and they had jello shots what? Yes, Jello shots, and I did two. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, okay. That so means you had one shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. You know, it, um, it is interesting with all of the mini marketing. Um, you know, not just you know one particular dealer or anything, because obviously, I think certain things for certain dealers are done um, based on a campaign that every dealer yeah, yeah. is allowed to pick and choose from because. Right. Sometimes if uh, they're having a particular issue with cars in a certain area, they'd be like, hey, come in for this, come in for that. If they're slow, they have oil campaigns and things like that. And it always is late like that. Yep. You know, if you're having some Motortober event, you know. Here's okay. a coupon that's good. It expires on October 27th, and yeah. uh, today's the 30th. Oh! And, and that's the type <laughs> of thing. It's like, well, Motortober should have gotten flyers out like on September, yeah, yeah Motortober is over. Days in the end of September, and you would have gotten in. You'd be like, "Oh, it's October third. I've got all month. I can kind of plan." That's funny. It's uh, they don't plan well like that, and I know that you know uh, my dealer and a couple of other dealers that, that I've bad. dealt with before. They they want to have a party, but they don't know when they can have a party because corporate's <laughs> going to tell them what to do, and they they can't plan around it. And I was like, you know. Guys, have a grand opening party. You do know something. that it could be 30, 60 days away from now. And just plan it. Just do oh, it. A grand opening party. If you're having a grand opening party, you should invite White Rafferty as well. That's right. We're yeah. really good exactly. at grand opening parties. We do that. So, so my so, response to, uh, to a Herb Chambers, that's it. <laughs> I don't even know what that was, but okay. <laughs> that was the paper being ripped up. But oh, exactly. That, yeah. <laughs> being ready so, Alex, are you saying you're not going to go to their Motortober event? No, his eh, time machine is broken. <laughs> You only got one. You got one. One. One day left in the, yeah. in the month of yeah. October here. But I, I do think that um, that is something that many needs to do. In fact, a guy was here. You know, had been on many six estates and was asking all about it for you know two years. I'm like, dude, they're not going to announce that stuff for a long time. And you know, kudos to many that they did bring out a lot of information for many six estates this year. Yeah, like eight uh, months early too. Much earlier. Than, than they have in many previous years and good, correct information. And overall, I, I think that, you know, that went off without a hitch and, and was probably one of the best planned MTTSs ever. Yeah. But but if you don't uh, hear about it, that's the number one reason why you want to belong to your local mini club or right. have an account at Motoring Alliance or subscribe to White Roof Radio or yeah. read motoringfile.com. Because True. that's where you get that information if you don't – because Mini's not going to go door-to-door to all the owners. And yeah. the dealers are really – not all dealers are really excited about these events because it doesn't help them push metal. So it doesn't affect them today. So they're not going to promote it. So that's why you have to kind of – you know, you got to – Well, not, we, we say that not directly, but we say the same thing about Mini Takes Estates. It's like, no, they're not selling cars directly here. But all of us – that actually get the things well, in a timely yeah, manner and go to how the, much and go to the party press did they get this year though i mean 
because yeah. they're they're not marketing as much as department. not as much as last year. No, but you know what? All no, of the I people think I quite a bit. There was a lot of newspaper articles. A lot of I still say that's not the point. Of... I still say that's not even the number one point. The number one point is that no. all of us. Well, I say all of us. All of us owners who went on many takes estates are going to be talking about this for months to come, if not years to come, to their friends and family, and they're going to be telling about this epic road trip that they went and they do it every two years and all of this. And then that becomes viral. And I'll tell you, I know of at least a half a dozen people who bought minis because they've heard those stories. And they're like, this is the, I need to look into this. There it, was yeah. a, one of the main take states videos. There was some, the, they had an interview a guy yeah. that's gone, I'm going to go buy a car because I'm watching all this and this makes me really excited. Yes, And yes. I don't even have the car, so I'm going to go buy one. So, and that's the hard part to measure, like you said, DBs, because directly they look at it and they go, well, this is not really pushing you know cars right, right. now immediately. But it does indirectly. And I think the Motortober events and the things that many dealers do, do that indirectly. They're not targeting you know, non-owners specifically. Yeah, they're targeting right. the existing owners for that, which is, it's difficult for us to see because sometimes the parties are lame or no, it's not exactly my cup of tea or whatever. Well, that's or, fine. but Or we don't get invited. I don't get invited to anything that my dealer does. And I'm on their email list. Yeah, and I don't get invited to anything that they do. Yeah, that's crazy too because they're not exclusive. I mean, it's just like, hey, you just need to know about it and yeah, when it but is. I, I, I don't get an email that says, oh, hey, by the way, or you can be like Alex. You'll get the email, but you'll get it three <laughs> days like after days the party. <laughs> so oh that's awesome. Anyway, uh, on that note, anyway, on that note, before we actually do uh, take off, uh, a quick shout out our man John, who actually is one of the latest to contribute via the Patreon page. White Roof Radio um, has a Patreon page, Patreon.com. White Roof Radio. There you can uh, kick in a couple of dollars. You want to help us out, cover some expenses, help us grow, help us do really cool stuff. This stuff doesn't, you know, doesn't happen for free, and um, we want to do more and more exciting stuff for you guys and the only way we can do that it takes money if you want to help us out patreon.com wire roof radio be really cool if you helped and speaking of shout outs i'm going to give a shout out to a new uh mini club in texas the west texas motoring club no nice uh new mini owners and they're in the abilene amarillo lubbock midland odessa and san angelo area oh look at that so uh hey shout out to you guys there sorry it's taking me a couple of weeks but i <laughs> didn't forget you kind of did i know that's what matters yeah, you, you, you kind of did. Man, I gotta <laughs> add, Alex. Do me a favor. Add that to the rundown for me, won't you? Be a gem. So I, I want to make sure we link them up in the show notes. The West Texas Mini Motoring Club. I'll yeah. find them. Yeah. And I will link them up in the show notes. If you guys are out in Odessa, playing golf or, or something, or Amarillo, what are you doing in Odessa or Amarillo. What I don't know. They're doing? having a. There's a mini club get together at the Big Texan. Somebody's going to eat the the 36 ounce steak or 72 no ounce steak. 72 no ounce steak, isn't it? Yeah, it's something like that. I think it's a 72. I, ounce I steak. just remember Odessa from Tin Cup, and there's a he he was a golfer with that shitty driver. Yeah, no, I don't, uh, I don't watch great, Kevin Costner. Great movie. movie. I don't watch Kevin Costner movies. That's sorry. the only Kevin Costner movie <laughs> that, that you can watch because it's the only one that's good. I'm not kidding. Besides, I Billy, believe you. I'm that's sure a it was, good movie. I'm sure. It was I love Kevin Costner. Come not on, like Waterworld. <laughs> we can skip Waterworld. JFK was good too. The what was the Buffalo? What was the Buffalo movie? What was that? Uh... No, that movie. That movie would have ended like right when it started if they just would have shot him. <laughs> what was that movie? Come Dances on. with Wolves. Dances with Wolves. That's right. Oh, yeah, come that on, this was that, amazing. No, wait, that movie, it was a good movie. If, if, if at the very beginning, if the Indies just would have shot him, it would have been so much shorter, and it would have been way better. Yeah, but they're just bad shots. That happens. It's just, that's what it is. And it just you got to leave at the end. And I mean, in the beginning, done. actually. And now yes. we're done. 
This is the part of the show gang where I like to make the funny <laughs> clicking sound. And then I say, questions, comments, or concerns, go ahead and click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us. Feedback, whiteroofradio.com. Until next week, this is DB. I'm done. Cheers. See ya. A bientôt.